was pointing. I was making sure that I was good. This is your video cast for Tuesday, April 13th, and it's not just any week here at Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing, but finally, as long as the weather gods, you know what, hell, just God himself looks out for us this week. We finally get to kick off Castrol Flow Racing Night in America on Thursday night from Tyler County Speedway in West by God, Virginia. There you go, John Denver. Take me home. Keep going. To a place I belong. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. That's all I know. (laughs) Very flat. Tyler County Speedway Thursday night. Live on Flow Racing. Castrol's Flow Racing Night in America. That is just one of the many things we will talk about in the next hour or so. I am Michael Rigsby alongside Derek Kessinger and DMAC Dustin McCarty. We come to you off the first, what I like to call, and I like using this term, the first death weekend of the entire year weather-wise. One of those weekends where as early as Wednesday last week, everything was just being absolutely canceled or postponed. But the headliner of last weekend did get in, Derek, the World of Outlaws Bristol Bash, the final, I think anyways, the final Dirt event of 2021 at the Tennessee NASCAR facility. It feels like we've been racing at Bristol since January, quite honestly. Um, but Suave, you were there. Josh Richards wins $10,000 Friday night. Sunday afternoon, Devin Moran gets his second most lucrative win of his career. PDC was 30. Here he won it, right? Yep. Uh, what were your imp- Derek, you were there first time ever. You've been to Bristol, uh, covered in dirt. What were your impressions? Uh, it's insane how you just roll into the middle of nowhere, the Smoky <laughs> Mountains, and all of a sudden you see the spectacle of a Coliseum. I was not expecting it to just be in the middle of nowhere with, like, no restaurants or anything. It's kind of like Eldora for NASCAR. It was pretty cool. Obviously, the track was badass fast, but I had fun there. I thought it was a great time. When you're sitting on the infield and you see those cars whipping by going 128 to 130 miles per hour, it's pretty wicked and wild. And then when you just look up at the stands of, like, 180,000 just empty seats, it's loud in there. They have that cool – jumbotron that's dangled with cables which by the way the cables are thicker than the golden gate bridges cables. is that the right that thing yeah they had like a little like museum thing about the whole thing so did you pretty wild you and kovac talked about and i um i was at bristol 20 years ago but i don't remember this because it's definitely a different facility now loud how loud it is in the infield so try to describe to people i didn't even think about that right how loud it was like, nhra is the loudest but it was not far behind wow. it. it it was just Wicked fast. I couldn't imagine listening to a NASCAR race there when you have 43 of them going 500 laps or whatever. But uh, it was pretty wild and a great scene. Uh, Josh Richards picked up the win. And then, like you said, Devin Moran, he was fast all weekend long. Obviously, there were some wrecks there in practice. <laughs> yeah. but we're, pra- we're talking practice yeah. wrecks. It's Bristol, baby. <laughs> well, and obviously, you know, the, the entire Bristol experience was a spectacle. Yeah, and I talk sure. about it on the Rigsby Report a little bit with Larry Moore this week. Uh, check that out uh, for, for more of my thoughts on this. But you have four cars, like you said, are basically destroyed in practice on Thursday. 40 guys were invited. Now, I don't think this is a knock on the outlaws. I think this could have happened with anybody. 40 were invited. Only 31 showed up. We ended up with 29 for the racing events by the time they got around. The field for the first Bristol event back in March was not really a typical $50,000 to win field. And, I, again, I don't think that's any disrespect to anyone. But, Derek, was there any talk of, you know, I guess, or how much talk was there of this place is too fast, it tears up too much shit, and that's why a lot of guys flat out are just choosing not to race. How much Bristol is too much discussion was there this Well, basically, race car drivers don't like to go fast because that was the (laughs) biggest complaint. They all said we're going way too fast. And also the biggest talk was if you wreck the car, no matter what, it's getting destroyed. Kay Dillard totaled one Friday and elected just to start and park because he didn't want to damage another race car. But... Like I said, racing is designed to go fast. Designed to go fast, and the drivers weren't having it. I mean, all in all, it was still a great weekend for. I mean, the world of outlaws. The crowd was big, and I don't know. It's just it's hard to describe just how fast they're going and just well, how and like little you passing said, it, is. Anything in that we were talking about the quality of racing. I've got that as one of my next notes. I, it's probably you know if they do this race a hundred times, a hundred years in a row, you, it's probably not gonna race very well right and I'm not trying to be shitty when I say that but there's just not a lot of pa- you're going too fast you can't you just can't go blast the wall really it's it's the racing quality is just not that great right I mean it's okay to say I think oh yeah I mean super speedway fast uh high banked you had to hit the certain line 
they're, they're towards the end on a Friday night, Brandon Overton on a restart went from 12th to 4th in four laps. So yeah, I think yeah. maybe if you had more cars there and get that bottom slicked and more people can use the cushion. But it didn't start getting slicked until the final you know, 10 laps there on Friday night. And then Saturday, of course, day racing, a little bit even tougher conditions to try to overcome. But we'll have to wait and see. I don't know if we're going to have another outlaw race. I know they're going to race dirt there next year, at least for the NASCAR. So you would think there'd be some There's sort of dirt track. There's going to be something, yeah, so. right. But, I mean, that first race there at Bristol, if you saw the highs, it was pretty good. J.D. got started ninth and ended up winning. So it was like too guys long. are kind of passing guys, but it's not really good racing. Does that yeah. make sense? You know too what much mean? downforce not... on the cars. Well, that's they just what... locked down to the track. I, I watched your one lap, one beer. Uh, I watched Derek, your one lap, one beer. And, McCarty, to your point that you just made, Shepard said he was just stunned. He thought it would throw you to the right, and instead it sat you down in the seat. I'm watching myself up on the monitor. It sits you down. Yeah. Well, it's just too, like you said, the G-forces are on. Rick Ecker said it best. Back in 2000, the cars were so bad that the track like that made it better and easier to drive. But now the cars are just so hooked up that it's tougher to drive at the track than it was 20 years ago, which I thought was kind of, yeah. kind of strange. And then Mike Knuckles had a GoPro in one of his Warrior cars. Yeah. And just how much they're steering back and forth. You don't see that in very many dirt tracks and how much they're just trying to hustle the turn. Usually it's just one little turn there and they're just straightening out. Yeah, they were doing like, like four or five times, like hard ones. So had to be very tough for those drivers there. And like you got the old guys like Boom and all them. They were probably tired after, you know, 50 laps. Uh, boom, boom was first. Was it 50 or 40? Or 40 yeah, laps. I, was gonna say I don't know. Finale. It was just a lot of laps. It was we, fast. We could, I mean, I think we, we will do more on Bristol, I think towards the end of the year and sort of recap what, what did it all mean I guess I'll ask you that now, Derek. What did it all mean? Like, when we look back at Bristol, what will be the lasting legacy? Because I think they're going to do it again next year. Um, I, I think it's, to me, my, my opinion is it's more convergence between NASCAR and dirt. That's been coming, and I think both these Bristol events for dirt converged the dirt and NASCAR world even more and brought them together to maybe the closest they've been in 30 years. Well, yeah, Kyle Larson raced the first go-around, so maybe next time – I know they had Martinsville. It was supposed to be a night race, so maybe you couldn't have the Kyle Larson's of the world, yeah. and like maybe Clint Boyer would be there with this, you know, team. And you just had that vibe that there was some a lot of NASCAR fans. You could tell just wearing NASCAR gear than you would actually see at a normal dirt track yeah. race. So I think it's good for both uh, industries, asphalt and dirt, to combine each other. But it just didn't have like that same ump that you did in 2000. Obviously, it was the first well, time there's ever. There's 50,000 people yeah. there in 2000. So, I'm looking at the photo right now. Yeah, you know, so. all in all, it was still a great weekend. I think the fans had a great time. Obviously, the rain out didn't help at all. Maybe that's made it a little bit different and not as pumped up as it was for Sunday. Let's put Bristol to bed for now and look at some things from this past weekend. Brian Shirley gets a nice win Saturday for $3,000. Derek, the top six in that race at Lincoln, by the way, Shirley, English, Unzicker, Pierce, Tim, and Fager. That's fun. That's a fun top six. Uh, Dustin Mitchell also got a $5,000 ultimate victory at Lakeview, and Greg Satterley wins another. We should have picked him in the wins draft, guys. Uh, Greg Satterley gets another ULMS race for $4,000, this one at Seedlands Grove. He's undefeated in ULMS competition this year. Uh, what what notes do you have, Derek, non-Bristol from this past week? I mean, how about the 66-year-old Gary Stuhler getting the uh, win at Hagerstown? That is unbelievable. I think it's his fifth decade he's won a feature race in, which is pretty wild. Uh, yeah, the fighting Gary Stuhlers, the Hall of Famers still got it, and that's one of the biggest notes I took away. And then, like you said, Brian Shirley on that weird field that only had 16 cars. But, but a really good 16. But I think half of them were going to be at Wheeland, right. so who knows how many cars Lincoln would have got. But luckily, they had that rain out to get those extra guys there. But, yeah, Gary Stuhler, rock on, baby. Keep doing what you're doing. I got to thinking that maybe we should have had Greg Satterley as part of our wins draft last week. He's already got three wins, right? Let's take a look, by the way. Yeah, you're after doomed. This past, uh, not doomed. It's very early. I'm playing the long game here. <laughs> We're going to show this every time we do a video cast. Right now, DMAC. Uh, you know, we, we poked a little fun at him last week, Derek. Here he is, 11 wins in the wins draft this year with Overton, Herb, and Dome. Derek, you're at eight with Bobby, JD, and Dona. And I'm you know, sitting at three, but Brandon Shepard. I mean, Max Blair's barely raced. Brandon Shepard is going to win 20. So I'm feeling fine still. But DMAC in our first show the standings in a dominant number one right now. Yeah, DMAC, how's it feel? Early lead, early I mean, and good. often. Yeah, we're only quarter way through the season though so what if you'd have Devin Moran you'd have you were gonna do yeah, Devin Moran instead of Dome you'd I be did. at 12. I did have Devin Moran and then I uh switched Zach Dome you but, get uh I'd have one more right you'd have Devin's you'd, you'd have one yeah. more DMAC how confident yeah. do you feel put your percentage that you're gonna win this right now like zero through 100 scale what percentage do you feel you're gonna win at the end of the year 
70. Woo! And I talked to Satterley. He's running all UMS this year. So yeah, I don't like that. For he might go 54. He's not really all of them, but 54-0 against your boy Max Blair. Oof. Max, don't let me down, Max. Oof. Don't let Satterley roll. I mean, it's his territory, too. But it's your territory, Max. Don't let him roll in there and steal wins from us. None right? of us got a win over the weekend, though, right? Uh, none of us. None of us got so, a win over the weekend. Yeah. Nope. By the way, there's some debate. Todd Turner says Brandon Shepard should only have two because the Cherokee prelim doesn't count. You guys agree, and I'm in competition with you. It's 5,000 to win 30 laps. That's a victory. That's a feature. Thank you. I mean, didn't go towards his woo victories, but it's a a feature win. Sorry, toddler. (laughs) Uh, This coming weekend, another busy one. Let's start with MLRA, DMAC. MLRA, I wanted to touch on Dan Robinson and Ernie Leftwich's bunch first. MLRA starting tonight. Uh, It's Tuesday, April 13th right now. They got a race at I-80, Derek, on a Tuesday night in April. I-80 Stewart Davenport. Uh, we'll have on-demand coverage of all three of those. Thank you, Cody Hicken, for shooting those for us. And then we are live, as we always are, from the now two-day Slocum 50, Derek. Uh, 5,000 to win Friday night and 10,555 to win Slocum 50 just on Saturday night. But two races at, at uh, Brad's uh, facility over there, Brad and Jesse's facility in West Burlington, Iowa. Let's, Derek, this is a nice looking MLRA schedule and how often do you get five in a row in April for a regional well, tour? Well, you're always the one that says, hey, racing's becoming a yearly sport. Well, what if it's coming an everyday sport? I, I mean, we're having races left and right here. We're it's one t- thing on June 12th to have a Tuesday night. <laughs> Hell with it. Joe Kaziski's running on a yeah. Tuesday night in April. So this is a fun group, though. You're going to have the Moyers. I know Bobby's going to be at 34. This is going to be a nice yeah, Midwest. 34 Raceway is uh, a great event there for the Slocum. Those people over there are great. They service well. It's probably one of the arguably the best shooting spots you have in the entire country. They have a nice press box there. The race is always good. I remember Ryan Unzicker holding off Billy Moyer, or passing That's Billy right. Moyer in the final lap. Always great race in there. It's always early in the season. So everybody in the Midwest and Iowa, maybe not as many late models now, but it's always considered a big late model state in terms of fans that always go to Eldora. So they're always jacked up for this one. It's right there on the river close to the Illinois border as well. So More than MLRA this weekend, though. i got two pages. There's so much. Of course, Flow Racing Night in America, which we're getting ready. I told Ben and Dustin it'd be four or five minutes. It's been like ten. They're fine, though. We'll get to them in a second. Tyler County Thursday. Georgetown also on Thursday. I-75 uh, this weekend for the Spring Nationals. That race moved and, and tip. Mountain Motorsports Park on Friday. I think Jonathan Davenport is going to that Southern All-Stars race in Mountain Motorsports on Friday. And Marshalltown. Of course, anything with the red F there, the Flow Hawk, will be live on flow racing and uh, finally the next page uh, the biggies of the weekend really Hagerstown the Lucas Oil Race 15,000 to win Derek uh, Saturday night at one of the most famous short tracks in all of America Hagerstown Modoc with that Jack Sturette race for the ultimate guys Smoky Mountain will be live from as well the Southern All-Stars there Dwayne Keith we get to hear Dwayne Keith on Saturday night Derek Florence also 5,000 another one for Josh and uh, arguably what I think I think pound for pound, Derek can argue can be made. Port Royal is the best racetrack in the United States of America right now. 10,000 a win for the Lucas Bunch on Sunday as well. So don't forget that. Lucas Oil, Rick Schwally and his guys, a big weekend. Saturday at Hagerstown, Sunday at Port Royal. Good luck to our race wire crew this weekend. That's a lot uh, of work. Peters to and Todd Jeremy and all Peters them. And, uh, and the it's going to be a busy, busy weekend. But I like that, though, here in April. Thursday night, our vision, meanwhile, for our 10 race miniseries finally comes to life as Castrol Flow Race. Racing Night in America is born after two weather outs at 411 in Tri-City. The weather forecast looks great, by the way. And when I say great, I mean shouldn't rain. Might be a little chilly, but we can deal with that. For the Watson families, Tyler County Speedway on Thursday is the first of 10 events for us. Kicks off in West Virginia. Each and every race, you will have Derek Kessinger and I in the studio. And you'll have two of the best in the business, if not the best in the business, Ben Shelton and Dustin Jarrett on the call together like a family at the racetrack. They join us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline to preview show number one Thursday night and talk about the weekend ahead. Boys, simple first question. And Dustin, I'm going to let you go first because you you know Tyler County as well as anybody. What are you most excited about Thursday night, DJ? (laughs) that we finally get one of these races in. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> Is that enough? I mean, I, obviously I'm excited about that. I am, I, I'm look, I'm a Homer. I'm going to, I'm going to admit this on the air. I am selfishly excited that we're starting at Tyler County. I, it's, it's one of my home tracks, if not, you know, my very first home track, quarter mile bull ring banked all the way around. It just, it really lends itself to, to great racing. Um, and then the fact that, uh, and, and Ben will probably mention this as well. We're going to have a 
really, really good group of drivers there. I mean, the, the locals are really good. There's some nice regional guys that are pulling in, and then some of these national drivers that are going to be rolling into Tyler County as well, I think they're just going to give us an, an unbelievably eclectic mix for a Thursday show. Benji, what about you? Excitement uh, over what for Thursday? Well, on the next one, I get to go first because, damn it, Dustin took every single thing I had to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he's, he's right because we're, we're just excited to finally get to race. You know, we've been conceptualizing and preparing to launch this damn thing for almost a year now, if you really think about yeah. it. And Mother Nature's picked on us. But, man, it seems like the third time is going to be the charm. And not to beat a dead horse, but what Dustin just said, we're getting ready to have a really eclectic field. And I think it's no big secret. I grew up on bull rings. I love bull rings. We're starting this party at a bull ring, and that's got me fired up. Uh, ben, you do get to go first on this next question. By the way, Derek, two <laughs> uses of the word eclectic right there. They there both go. used Drinking eclectic. Game. <laughs> I, li- I like that. Drink to that. <laughs> One of the cool things about this series is that, yes, we will have guys that run a majority of these races, but the regions geographically – that these places are in are also we, – we picked them for a reason, right? Illinois, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, you know, or West Virginia over by PA, Iowa. Some of the best regional talent in the country, and Tyler County is no exception uh, for that for me, uh, Benji. You go first. That This field is just going to be so much fun, not only because of the travelers, but because of where this thing's located geographically, it's going to be pretty dang good. Well, and, and I think, honestly, you're, you're right. And before I, I get into the, the talking about the field, this was kind of – we I think we knew it, but it proved it to us last year during the shutdown. We had these races that didn't have fans. We went to the tri counties, went to the Tyler counties, and places like that. And the Magnolias are like, man, the re- it's as much about these regional and local guys as anybody because this is entertaining. So yeah, we head into Tyler County, and you know we got some national guys that have got this on their radar. You know the Mike Marlers, the Tyler Herbs, Josh Richards, you know Hudson O'Neill, Devin Moran, Tanner English, boom, people like that. And then, you know, you've got some of the, the independent guys who can really win anywhere. You know, the, the Mason Zigglers, the Rusty Schlenks, the Ryan Kings, Drake Troutman, Ashton Winger, of uh, those kind. And then you get down to the heart of what this is all about. And honestly, has what's got me excited when you look at the local guys, like Tyler County's defending track champion, Sean Jett, you know, Steve Weigel, Kyle Bond, Shane Hitt, Tyler Evans, you know, the Hawkins brothers. Those, any of those guys could end up in victory lane on Saturday, on, excuse me, on Thursday night. And that gets me fired up. And I just like seeing guys race together that may not race together more than maybe once the rest of the year. Is he right about that, uh, DJ? Can some of these guys knock off Josh Richards and Tyler Herb? Can these regional guys win on Thursday night? Yeah, I, I think they can. And, I mean, I've talked to a lot of these guys over the course of the last week. Look, it's no secret that, that small bull rings are kind of equalizers in this sport, Okay. Um, Tyler County's group of regulars are as good as anyone. Now, that having been said, I think there's a couple guys that are somewhat regional, but they're national touring guys to keep your eyes on. Guys like Devin Moran, who's maybe coming into this as one of, if not the hottest, maybe the most consistent drivers in the country. He's actually just a couple hours away in, in Zanesville or in Dresden. Josh Richards, it's sounding like, is going to be there. Of course, he's Josh is actually the most recent um, big payday winner at Tyler County. He won the 2019 Hillbilly 100 there. So I think those guys are going to be good. Um, Tyler Carpenter's a name that some folks are throwing around. But, you know, Tyler Carpenter's only won, I think, one late model feature oh, wow. in his career at Tyler County. It's not a track that he's great at. But, again, uh, 2019 Gateway Dirt National Champion, he's going to be really good. But uh, to your point, yes, I do think that someone like a, a Jacob Hawkins or a Jared Hawkins could sneak in there and, and get a, a win this week or this Thursday. DJ, I know. Hey guys, I want to throw I want to throw something at you too, Michael and Dustin. I want you to just ponder this, and this is what's cool about this series. How can it be? This will be Rusty Schlenk's first ever time to race at Tyler County Speedway. Yeah, that is shocking. I mean, he's raced yeah. in. What, what, where is it? What, did he win at Why Not last year, Ben? Where did he win at? I can't. Or this. When was it? Uh, he won. He won. A, <laughs> well, yeah, he, he won, won down Southern. south. You got to think he won down at Southern Raceway with the Southern All Stars yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. So he's been to the Panhandle, but he's never been to, to Tyler County. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, DJ, I know you know this better than anybody, but Tyler County is – its it, when, yes, it's dusty. We all know Tyler County gets dusty. But when Tyler County is right, and I'm begging Cody to make it right this week, um, it's as good as anywhere in the country. Pound for pound at its highest level, it can race as good as any racetrack in the United States. 
No, absolutely. And I mean, again, it's a it's a quarter mile bowl. Okay, I mean this thing this thing they so they completely um, redid the track and the banking just a couple years ago. And, and the Watsons for folks that haven't been there in the last five years, I'm excited for Benji to see this place, man. It looks like a whole different track with brand new lighting and grandstands and the new surface and banking and, and infield drainage system and everything. But but this thing is banked all the way around. It's it's a wide racy bull ring but it's still a bull ring that means that your leaders in in a 24 car feature they're going to be in lap traffic about eight maybe nine laps into this thing so even if you've got someone at the front of the field that's maybe able to you know get a neck out uh, those first eight or nine laps uh, they're going to be in lap traffic real quick it's a dirty racetrack yes clean air is a factor none of us like to say that but it is but again that's going to allow the rest of the field to to catch on him and, and that the back of the pack at a place like tyler county those guys are typically running two and three wide so it's not going to be easy for the leader to get around them it's just a track that lends itself to great racing because of that and because of its size and shape all right boys i'm putting you guys on the spot here <laughs> dj who do you think wins thursday night wow straight to the winner yeah. question i love it okay wow. and then ben wow. you go next I was, yeah i was i was not prepared for that you, know, you uh, got to but you got to you know be on what? your toes <laughs> Uh, I think Devin Moran uh, continues to run very well and, and gets the win at Tyler County. His dad, Donnie, was was good there, picked up a couple of hillbilly hundreds. Um, Devin uh, is someone that has run Tyler County a couple times in a few of these bigger races over the year. Again, he's arguably, uh, if not the hottest driver, like I said earlier, maybe the most consistent driver right now. I think he's going to be in victory lane with a caveat that I think there might be a surprise or two yet that, that rolls in there that will certainly give him a run for his money. Oh, boy, what a tease. What a tease. Uh, did oh, Benji, just say that guy then. Benji, go ahead. <laughs> he took my damn tease away from me. This guy's taking everything I got today. Now, I, I do I do agree, and it's not just one guy. There's a few guys that, that you know, we don't know for sure if they're coming or not. And again, that's the beauty of this deal. To the gate's open. We don't know exactly who's showing up. With that said – I think Mason Ziegler is going to win. Uh, Mason showed speed, speed down at Speed Weeks. He's a recent winner at Port Royal, which you could put Tyler County inside of Port Royal like 18 times. <laughs> um, but I think Mason Ziegler could come out guns blazing and take the 25Z to victory lane. Swap, so how do you feel about those two picks? I'm a, Josh Richards is winning. That's my bet right there. Wow. I'm right. putting my bet in. Okay, He's winning. So, so it's a Josh, Mason, um, Devin combo Devin. so far. Okay. All right, I, I like that, guys. These 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 races kind of lead into the the big Lucas Oil weekend, and and I really wanted to pay some homage to Lucas this weekend too, uh, at Hagerstown in Port Royal. Their classic April weekends, which uh, early in my dirt on dirt career, I flew into Pittsburgh and got rained out more at the Hagerstown Bedford Hagerstown Port Royal combo than anywhere in the country. Um, ben, start with you, Ben. What do you see when you look at Lucas this weekend? Maybe, you know, give me something about the track. Give me something about a driver, the two, or anything. Let's just talk a little Lucas Oil this weekend. I think it's going to be an intriguing weekend for those guys. I mean, you know, let's not forget last year the pandemic took this weekend yeah, away from us. Yeah. So now we got it back, and, you know, it's two very big racetracks with a series roster that I'll argue is probably about as even as it's ever been. Agreed. Um, you know, if I if I had to bet $100 on who's going to win these, it'd be damn tough to pick. Um, I feel like it could be any one of a dozen guys. Then you throw in the regional talent, and it's it's really something special what's lining up for this weekend. With all that said, I'm going to go ahead and give you two winners, and I'm oh, probably wow. cursing these guys. Well, did I, I ask, I got one did I ask for winners here, Terry? These guys are just throwing he, me winners. I mean, it's just crazy. All right, Ben, go, go, go for the winners here. Go ahead. No, no, I'm not telling you. you <laughs> no, no. I was, I was one, I was one for 87 in Speed Week. So that right now, there's drivers listening going, "Please God, not me." Uh, I think Tim McCready just celebrated a birthday. I think he's going to win on Saturday at Hagerstown. And you know what? I'm going to go with Mr. ULMS. I think Greg Saturday. I think the truth takes it on Sunday. Of wow. Course. Uh, uh, DJ, what do you think? Let's talk Lucas this weekend. Well, thankfully, Ben did not steal any of my answers there, like I've stolen from him throughout this entire video cast. So I, I appreciate that, bud. No, I, I think, uh, you know, when I think Port Royal and, and Hagerstown, you know, big, fast, half-mile racetracks, um, Jonathan Davenport uh, is coming into this. Look, you, you throw Speed Weeks out. JD's having a hell of a year so far. Yeah. I mean, Speed Weeks didn't go maybe the way that he wanted, but everything else has just been absolutely fantastic. Um, and, and he has traditionally, it seemed like, uh, kind of been in the mix at Port Royal a lot over the last few years. I think he's going to be really good. Devin Moran, we've talked about already. I think he's going to continue to be good there. Here's another one. What about Lil Huddy? 
uh, Hudson O'Neill, I mean, comes into this leading the Lucas Oil point. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. that. Yeah, there's that, right? There is, <laughs> there is that. Yes, exactly. I, I talked to Roger Sellers down at Bristol last week. Those guys are really excited. And we're also forgetting the fact that your World of Outlaws points leader, Brandon Shepard, is going to be there this week as well. That's that's the Rocket team's plan. So uh, it's not just this this great mix of Lucas talent and, and the regional guys like Satterley and Ziegler. You're going to have Sheppy and, and maybe a couple others there also. So I, I think it's going to be, a, again, a nice mix that we always talk about. We like to see at this point in the year, this these early season races where the Outlaws and Lucas are not racing against each other. Boys, dare I say it's going to be eclectic? <laughs> oh my there's another drink <laughs> ben and dj I'm hey michael right. michael yes. you didn't you didn't you didn't pick a winner you did not pick a winner for tyler county buddy. I, i'm i am saving my pick. i'm like kirk herb street ben i will give my pick the pre-race <laughs> show the night before all right I, I, listen ben there'll be so many people tuned in to see me the night before i want to save it for them then okay if you're going Fair on enough. the night before Fair you're enough. going on a night early right what's that if you're going on the night before, isn't that a night early? You said you're going on the night before. Yeah, the 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 half hour before is what I meant, DJ. Oh, okay. Right? okay. The guy spends one weekend <laughs> in drinking. the guy spends one drinking. weekend in Bristol, and all of a sudden you can't contain him anymore. Uh, guys, I'm really, <laughs> I really am looking forward to working with you. The, the the four of us, I think, ten nights this year are going to have a lot of fun. Nine studio shows, and then we will be we'll do a studio show from Fairbury in essence in September. Uh, we are going to step away for our first set of commercial breaks. Ben, uh, DJ, thank you so much. When we get back, Cody Watson, promoter at Tyler County Speedway, joins us for a quick chat. And we also go over the most legendary track names in all of dirt late model racing, Derek. Active track names. I'm looking forward to that. First set of commercials up. Thanks, guys. gotta do more than just win you gotta get them out of their seats you gotta give them the slide job cushion pounding no holds barred racing they paid to see this is dirt track that means pushing it to the edge and laying it all on the line yeah you might wreck we'll help you get back out there so they can watch you try it again and again see dirt track is a sport of the people and only they decide if you're to be remembered. It's your job to take risks and make sure you're memorable. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. Good job, D. Good job, DJ D. Mac. Good job. Can you, can I turn, can you turn up music up at all or no? Can you give me a little more? A little more? He's thinking. Ooh. There we go. Hey, he's a DJ, Suave. We got to, you know. DJ who kids. Uh, back in the Flow Racing and Dirt on Dirt Studios, Bomb Chevy Buick is Central Illinois' number one dealer. They're going to like this with music under it. They've been family-owned and operated since 1928, which is almost 100 years, and they're just the absolute best. Don't forget, uh, if you buy a uh, vehicle from Bomb Chevy Buick, you get a lifetime subscription to DOD and Flow. BombChevyBuick.com, B-A-U-M, ChevyBuick.com. Check them out today. Derek, I was looking at your car when I came in, eh? I think maybe it's time for a little trade-in. Why don't you head on over to Bomb? What do you think? Yeah, then I get that lifetime subscription. You always say you're going <laughs> to threaten to take away. So all in all, uh, let's get a new truck. And I don't know. P. Kitty probably knows the exact number of how many we've sold I this year. I think we've done. We're approaching 10. We've done almost 10, there which we is go. exciting. Uh, Tyler County and Lucas Oil are not the only big shows this weekend. I mentioned it earlier, but I really I wanted to hit on it again. An event near and dear to my heart, the Slocum 50, our friends Brad and Jesse at 34 Raceway. A little bit bigger this year, too, Derek. 5,000 to win Friday. 10,000, of course, uh, 555 to win Saturday. This really is, Suave, you've been many times. It's one of the best regional shows in the country. 
It's for an incredible cause. And I just wanted to give it a call out because the Slocum's just, you don't get a lot of big regional shows like this left in the country, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, you got the Babs of the world, the Illinois guys, and then you have Billy Moyer, who's always good up there. And it's pretty gutsy how you have a big race like that and early in the season you know, with weather and stuff like that. But it just seems like they fight through it. It goes better and better each and every year, and it's one of the biggest races you'll have this early in the season around and don't, the Midwest. Don't Brad and Jesse always take care of you with food? Yeah, foods. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they love us there. It's a great time. They uh, Brad and Jesse do a phenomenal job there at 34. If, if you're in, people forget Burlington. West Burlington, Iowa is literally on the Illinois border. Didn't so you have to spend 4th of July there one time? We did have to spend. You and I spent a 4th of July there together one night. Um, it is, it is from, what is it, Derek, from here? Two, two, two hours and 15 Two hours minutes? and 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah not bad at all. Quick drive. So, uh, we'll be live on Flow Racing as well, but, but please check out the Slocum this weekend. Joining me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline, meanwhile, is the promoter of our opening event on Thursday night, Tyler County. And what, he's also the promoter of West Virginia Motor Speedway, Derek, which we're going to talk about a little bit. It is Cody Watson. Cody, it was not supposed to be set up this way, buddy, but no matter the circumstance, you are now the opener of Castrol Flow Racing's Night in America. Cody, I hope you're as excited as we are. Are you? Oh, absolutely, Michael. I mean, can't get much more exciting than that. Not only do you get to be part of a 10-race miniseries that you guys have put together, but to, to be the opener, and, you know, there's a lot of hype that's been going on, uh, you know, leading into it. So, yeah, somewhat unpredictable still, too. You don't know exactly because, you know, you don't have that Lucas Oil uh, roster, that right. World of Outlaw roster, so you've got this unpredictability about drivers, and, and that's part of the excitement, I think. It's kind of driving some of that hype machine. Is, well, who's going to make it? You know, who's going to show up? So we're very excited to uh, be part of Flow Night in America. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that. That's one, one of the things that when I designed it, I wanted that who's going to pull through the gate mentality, right? That was it. I've been looking and paying attention to your Facebook page, your fans. We know we're going to have a great roster with what we've got so far with um, you know Josh Richards and Tyler Herb and and you know I think Mike Marler's confirmed that we found out today but that is how old school and cool is that Cody that, that we won't know till Thursday night when that the gate opens who's going to be there that's fun isn't it oh it's it's a blast kind of to uh like you said that old school mentality where you can uh you know kind of fill in some blanks by doing some research and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, at the same time, really not sure who all will be there and, you know, what surprises may pull in when it, when it comes time Thursday night. You know, we're going to talk about West Virginia Motor Speedway in a second and all the just incredible work that you have done at WVMS. But honestly, Tyler County has come a long way too. Dustin hit on that early in the interview. Discuss that a little bit, Cody. All you've done to the bull ring, you and your dad, it's not if you haven't been to Tyler County, I know a guy that's going to Tyler County for the first time in twelve years, Thursday night. It will not look like the same place, will it? No, no absolutely not. <laughs> and I give a lot of credit obviously to um, you know, my dad and then there's, you know, so many more people behind the scenes that have helped him and helped us and even the fair board there has uh, been, you know, instrumental and uh, easy to work with. And as we've, you know, moved forward, we lease the place off the fair board. So anything that we build there, uh, you know, obviously stays with the property and, and it's something we love to do for our, our community. Uh, it's where we're from. So, you know, that's kind of uh, our inspiration behind putting the money back into the place and trying to build it, you know, up it uh, over the last eight years that we've been there, you know, we've, we've pretty much redone everything. Uh, it's got new, bleachers obviously the new aluminum bleachers that we put in uh, this past all season and then new press boxes uh suites um you know pit towers catch fence guardrail you name it we pretty much you know try to put our hands on it and fix it hey cody suave here i gotta ask you when the hell do you sleep <laughs> you got two racetracks you redone both of them obviously west virginia motor looks fantastic when do you sleep bud it's got to be busy for you. Yeah, <laughs> he's got kids uh, it is, too. Busy he's and, got kids too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've got uh, you know a relationship now with I've got three boys, so they they're a handful too. And um, but I've got a good support team, and I think that's you know crucial and, and key when you do this kind of stuff. If you can get a good team built around you, uh, they take a lot of burden off of you. And so we've got kind of an all-star team, not only on race nights, but you know folks that will come by the track and help us out. And it's kind of a family deal for us. So you know my dad and uh, my uncle Daniel, they're uh, a huge part of, you know, pulling off the Tyler deal and, and then even a high Valley. So uh, my dad and a few guys, uh, Rich Michael being one of them, purchased uh, the Valley last uh, March <laughs> too. So 
Um, we've got kind of our, our handprint on that track as well. So, you know, one good thing we've been able to do now with me, uh, you know, having the lease at, at West Virginia Motor Speedway is with the three tracks, we can schedule around each other. So obviously we're not, you know, scheduling on top of each other and that would make it pretty much impossible to try to do, but we've done a good job of trying to do some of this midweek stuff. And, um, you know, maybe even like, like I said, the Sunday night, uh, deal with West Virginia Motor yeah. Speedway to open it, uh, next, next Sunday. So things like that, where we can kind of schedule around each other and all, you know, lend a hand and help each other out. Justin Jarrett says yes. Ben Shelton says maybe. I think probably. I'm going to ask you, can one of your local or regional guys, uh, and I don't, when I say regional, I don't mean Josh Richards being from West Virginia, but can one of those guys win this race Thursday night? Can one of the Hawkinses win it? Can one of your locals win it? What do you think, Cody? Yeah, I think absolutely, and that's the one, the dark horse that I was going to throw out there because you know he hasn't had much seat time in the last few years in a late model is uh jacob hawkins he looked pretty good the other night um you know kyle thomas in, incredible uh local driver there and, and was very impressive uh so I, I think they can and i think uh you know hawkins is, is definitely going to be a uh a local to watch out for this year as he steps back into the late mall race and more on a full-time basis we are less than two weeks away now from the grand reopening of west virginia motor speedway i'd say and i i mean this but i gave you a hell of a shout out last month uh, on the Rigsby Report. I think it's the most anticipated reopening of a racetrack in a long time. Cody, we've seen all the transformation pictures on Facebook, but it's almost go time, man. Like you said, next Sunday, just how much work has it been to get WVMS just back in the condition it's in now? Can you even explain that amount of work or is it almost impossible to explain? It's pretty hard to explain. I even we you know we've been here for a long time now. It's uh, I think today was actually 255 days that we've been working on the place, and wow. uh, we're we're getting pretty close to being done, and and we need to be you know as, as it's right around the corner. But um, it's hard to look back and and look at the amount of work that we've done. We've kind of just taken it day by day, and hey, what do we when we show up in the morning? What do we need to get into today? And what do we need to fix today? And uh, you know, it's actually felt like a long time, but at the same time, has went quick and. Um, you know, we've had a lot of good people around helping us, uh, make it possible looking back, you know, everyone told me that's going to be a, a ton of work. I, I don't know if you're ready for it. And at the time <laughs> I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to roll up my sleeves. It's going to be nothing. And I look back and I almost say, man, if I'd have known now, what I need, I might not have even done it, but, uh, no, we're excited about it. And, uh, it's been a lot of work and, um, we put a lot of money into the place, but, uh, it, it looks as good. We've, that's kind of what, you know, drives you is you have people stopping in that, you know, used to come even in the 80, uh, 85, 86 season when it first opened. And, um, you know, these people that come around and say, this place looks as good as it did day one. When, yeah. when the place was first built, it looks as good now as it ever has. So, I mean, that kind of is a, uh, a solid motivator too. Well, and I, and I'm not ashamed to admit, I think I was one of those people as we look at old video of West Virginia motor. Now I was one of those people that said, Cody, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> I think this is too much work. I'm glad you didn't listen to me, bud. I'm glad you didn't listen to me. And that opener, by the way, is uh, Sunday, April 25th. Uh, Iron Man and Chris Tilly and his bunch are part of it. $8,000 to win for the Super Late Models that Sunday night. Cody, I think you're going to have a hell of a crowd in field that night. You got the concession stand ready to go for that day on the hillside? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The uh, hillside's ready. Concession stand's ready. Um, you know, we worked on uh, a good bit of stuff here, and we just got the new well and uh, safety lights up this past week. So the track, uh, we've been working with Grader and Chiefsfoot and stuff this week. So we're uh, we're getting closer, and we're ready. And, and you talked a little bit about the excitement, and it's out there. I mean, everybody in the community has been so supportive. And, and you go to any gas station around here in Parkersburg, Wood County area, and it's like everybody's talking about it. We can't cool. keep um, flyers and schedule pamphlets in these gas stations. I, I'll put 100 of them in there, and I'll stop in the next morning, and they're gone. So I think people are – are just incredibly excited for the place not only being back, but being back to the bigger track. And, um, you know, I know that brings uh, some concerns to folks, but at the same time, it's something unique and something different. And I think that excites people as well. Listen, if these guys went and ran Bristol, they can't complain about West Virginia Motor. Cody, you got that going for you. At least the timing helps you there, right? <laughs> have to worry about that. Don't right, forget, too, June 4th and 5th, um, you know, the, the big historic race, June 4th and 5th. 10,000 went on Friday, 25,000 went on Saturday. But before all that, Cody Watson, Castro Flow Racing Night in America kicks off Thursday at Tyler County, just 48 hours from now. I'm not joking you, bud. We are really excited. I I'm glad that we get to start at your place. And, and thanks for hopping on with us for a few minutes, buddy. We'll see you Thursday night. No, but I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be an incredible show. Uh, 
you know, I encourage everybody to come out and, uh, and attend a race. And if, if you can't make it there because it's a, you know, a Thursday night work night to obviously watch it on flow, it's going to be an incredible show and, uh, we're looking forward to it. And some of the names that may roll in that, that nobody even knows about. So we're excited and, uh, definitely encourage people to, uh, check out the website, www.tylercountyspeedwayonline.com. If you, um, you know, are looking for last minute tickets or just information about the speedway, haven't been here, uh, there ever or in a while. So, um, that's the website and looking forward to it and, and can't wait for what an incredible show you guys have put together with this flow night in America. All right. Thanks Cody. Good luck, bud. We'll see you Thursday. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. See you then. We will be back after the break. We're going to talk historic track names and wrap the show up with the uh, Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. I'm going to have a special studio in guest when we get back on the other side of the break, too. Back after this. I also... Looking for the best race shirts on the planet? Impact Race Gear has you covered. With first-class artwork and state-of-the-art screen printing equipment, we service the entire racing industry from dirt late models, sprint cars, modifieds, to asphalt and drag racing. For shirts your fans and sponsors will love and deserve, be sure to call on Impact Race Gear for your next project. Visit our website at impactracegear.com or call 1-877-743-8337. We make it easy to get the best race shirts on the planet. Racing's not a sport. Racing is a lifestyle. It's all night in the shop and long days on the road. You always push a little harder and you refuse to lose. Protect yourself. Protect your passion. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. Established in 1983, FK Rod Ends has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodends.com to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rod Ends, to beat the best, you gotta use the best. to win with Buzzy Racing. With over 40 years of experience in motorsports and countless victories, Buzzy Racing provides teams with superior drivetrain sales and service. Whether you need assistance with transmissions, gears, axles, brakes, steering, drive shafts, or differentials, we have you covered. Family owned and operated, Buzzy Racing is dedicated to our customers on track success. What are you waiting for? Visit us at buzzyracing.com to learn more. got to do more than just win you got to get them out of their seats you got to give them the slide job cushion pounding no holds barred racing they paid to see this is dirt track 
That means pushing it to the edge and laying it all on the line. Yeah, you might wreck. We'll help you get back out there so they can watch you try it again and again. See, dirt track is a sport of the people, and only they decide if you're to be remembered. It's your job to take risks and make sure you're memorable. Pit Stop USA. Live like legends. Uh, so that commercial break lasted a little longer than we thought. Two, two things. Derek, you were going to say something before we went to break, and D-Mac, he just cut you off. What, what, well, I just what? said I had two good notes for you. Okay, this is for the Kevin Kovac yeah. Memorial Notes section. Okay. I was going to, like, do a teaser in the front <laughs> side. If, if you'll notice, go back to the aerial cam there. Uh, it also took us a minute to get Kovac on the line because he just abandoned us. You notice on our gray uh, couch here in the office, there there is – what it can only be described as the cutest dog in the history of humans. The, the, he was scratching feverishly at the studio door. He's typically put away when we record. He must have gotten out. It is the one and only Artie Rigsby. Look look at him, D-Mac. Look how cute he is. He's sleepy. He, he was sleep. scratching hard to get in. Artie. Look at it. He does not want up right now. <laughs> He's just going to chill on the couch. Nap time. He's my special guest in the studio. Uh, okay, so I mentioned this earlier. Uh, we were talking about legendary track names. To me, this was what sparked the idea before we get to Kovac. We could bring him in on this discussion as well. Hagerstown, to me, one of the most legendary late model track names in the United yeah, if States. if you're 50 you, or older. Ooh, okay, I, I guess. <laughs> well, Can I tell him? I'm piping in on that. Wait a minute. Just hang on, Kovac. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. So I wanted to say, what are the list of the other legendary late model track names? And these are only active tracks, no Pensboro. There was a big debate about West Plains. It's legit Speedway Park now. I think the name change dings it a little as far as putting it on the list, so it's not on there. So here's the list that Todd and I and, and our group came up with. Brownstown, of course, Bulls Gap is volunteer, but everybody calls it Bulls Gap. Brownstown, Bulls Gap, Cedar Lake, Cherokee, Dixie, Eldora, East Bay, Florence, and Hagerstown. We talked about like Fairbury, Derek. I think it's it's rise and meteoric rise is a little newer, I think. So we left Fairbury off the list. We left I-80 off the list for that reason. Lernerville and Portsmouth were kicked around. You liked Portsmouth. Todd thought maybe not for a legendary late model track name. Uh, but here we go. Brownstown, Bulls Gap, Cedar Lake, Cherokee, Dixie, The Dora, East Bay, Florence, and Hagerstown. You also thought maybe Volusia. So Volusia, Lernerville, Portsmouth were kicked around. Didn't get... Uh, on our hardcore late model name track list, Derek, what do you think of the list? Yeah, I mean, growing up, it was always – I always heard about East Bay and Cedar Lake, how awesome it was. So, like, to finally go there with Dirt on Dirt, I never went before that. It was pretty cool because you're always hearing stories about we didn't it. Have always, Bates, Batesville probably could have been on here, too. Yeah, it could. There's maybe. a whole bunch of them once you start yeah. thinking about it, but there's a zillion tracks. It's hard to But, you know, late, when you think, like, Hagerstown and Florence and East Bay, it's late model places yeah, for sure. that are so tied in with it. Kovac, what do you think of our list? I, I like it. I mean, I don't know. I don't like that if you're 50 or older comment <laughs> from Derek there. I'm not sure. I'm not 50 or older, and I I, I think uh, Hagerstown is pretty iconic. They've had some big races there, but you know, geez, they were one of the first ones to have 50,000 to win races. So I think that one counts. I, I I might lean a little towards Lernerville adding that though. I, I I do think that's pretty good, although it's also a sprint car track, so it's not like it's all late models, but. Uh, I do like Lernerville. Give it a little Pennsylvania uh, push there, too. Yeah, like Derek said, everyone kind of knows Lernerville. Anytime you dip into Pennsylvania, you kind of become at risk of becoming a sprint car track for a list like this, right? Even though mm. Lernerville's Western mm. PA. Uh, Kovac, let's get to the memorial notes section. One I wanted to mention before you I saw it today, Mike Marler will be driving for Big Frog this year. Uh, Mark Mar Mike Marler, select events for Big Frog Motorsports after Ross Bales out of that ride. Derek, you said you had a couple notes. What do you got? I think I might be next in line for the Big Frog Motorsports <laughs> ride, how many guys have went through it. But, no, I was going to – saw a stat today. Gary Webb, who's checked in to enter this weekend at uh, some of the races, his 50th season. Wow. That's pretty solid. 50 years is a long, long time. Yeah, forget being over 50. He's raced 50 years. Yeah, right? for sure. The, I think you did him for a summer national. It's been a way back I did, when. I did, yeah. Go ahead. What else? That's all I have. You took my other one, Mike Marlowe. I was going oh. to do, do the breaking news thing, but oh. that's whatever. Kevin, you were at Bristol all weekend. I'm assuming some of your notes uh, could tie in with that. Maybe not. I'll, I'll open the floor to you, Kevin. What do you got? 
I'm actually going to start, though, just, just going with the veteran uh, category there. You just uh, Derek just mentioned Gary Webb. Uh, did you notice who won on Saturday night at Hagerstown, the, the regular show? You're like an Gary hour late Stuller. comeback. Gary Stuller. Derek uh, well, mentioned it I mean, earlier. Did you mention that? Derek did. Yeah, six, he did. Well, I don't know that, but, I mean, six times, six decade, different decade he's now won in. But one note about, remember, you remember a couple of weeks ago about the pizza thing? Yeah. With, uh, you know, he's never Gary eaten Stewart's pizza. Never eaten yep. pizza. pizza. Yeah, I, I sent him a you know a little congratulatory text after the race on Saturday night, and he comes back with, "Hey, right now we're at a pizza place celebrating the win." You know, so <laughs> I thought that was kind of he, he's making fun of it too, but he didn't actually eat the pe- any pizza. No, that was, let's not get that crazy. <laughs> but no, but, but seriously, no uh, pizza. This guy's never eaten pizza <laughs> no, in his life. No. You know, wait, you weren't here for that. Was Kane here? No, that Kane day? directed that day. It was Gary Stuler claims DMac he's never eaten pizza. What the hell? Doesn't like <laughs> doesn't like tomatoes for some reason. So, yeah, doesn't like tomato sauce, tomatoes, anything. But, wow. But that was an that was an interesting quirk there. But um, and other thing, I'm just I go to let's go back to Bristol now. Three notes. They're all kind of Scott Bloomquist related. They, okay. you know, he's not. He didn't have a great weekend. But Scott always has. And, I, and this, oh, we can also actually start. I'm sure people have seen that video of him. Throwing dollar bills at that uh, drunken guy who was was that wasn't uh, I couldn't see that person's face. That was not you, the male stripper. I just want to be clear, right? No. Okay. I just no. Want to be clear. No. I, just want to be clear. Well, I did see that guy, but I was over there talking a little earlier to some people. Uh, you know, like up towards turn four, and I saw this guy walking with big cowboy boots and little shorts and um, the hat, a trucker. I'm like, what is going on here? And next thing you know, there's a video of him stripping in front of Bloomquist, but. Uh, that, was a, that was on Friday night when Bloomquist was late to the starting uh, the grid because his car got stuck on top of the hydraulic lift. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. Did you uh, yeah. <laughs> happen to notice that happened? Uh, he uh, he missed the call because of like, some sort of vapor lock, so <laughs> he didn't make it. Uh, and also, Cody Summer, his uh, his partner, wasn't there. I mean, have you thrown out a, a, a congratulations? He I was, became sa- a father for I was the saving time. it for my final thing, but let's go ahead and congratulate Cody oh. Summer. Uh, baby number two uh, just had – he's been in the hospital. He was not even at Bristol, correct? No, he didn't. The baby came a little early, and uh, so it's in the NICU, I think, for a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, Jacob Nord was there giving, giving a little report on what was going on there. And, uh, <laughs> and, one, and one other thing about Bristol, I uh, – I spoke after the race to Frank Ingram. Uh, you remember last couple uh, last month, he finished fifth in yeah. that Bristol Dirt Nationals on Saturday. On Sunday, he finished second in the heat race uh, past Jimmy Horton. Uh, Jimmy Horton, sorry, excuse me, Jimmy Owens for second Horton. in the heat. So easy was, big blocks. Jimmy, I'm going modified. Yeah, guys, easy right? big blocks. But he, yeah, but he hadn't even raced in two years when he came back to Bristol last month. That was the first race he'd run in two years. The car he's running was the last and it was the only car that was complete sweet Bloomquist car that was completely assembled up at uh, up in Michigan uh, by Randy Sweet wow. before Randy Sweet passed away two years ago, which I, I thought was pretty neat. And Frank, he was a great, uh, you know, great interview. I'm going to be doing a story on him and just pretty neat. He was so happy to, to be back racing. And, and one other thing, he, his, comp, his uh, connection to Bloomquist, He's been friends with Bloomquist for probably 20 years or something like that, he said. Uh, uh, and that's why he's in a Bloomquist car. And he goes, it was pretty funny when he said, I said, well, how did you kind of meet Bloomquist? How did you kind of meet Scott? And he goes, well, I had a pretty, I had a pretty sister. Uh, and that kind of started the conversation. So I <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. I thought that was a quick, funny little anecdote from, uh, from Frank. Uh, kind of led Scott to talk to him. Oh, that is great. That's uh, Kevin. Any more notes before I ask you a few Bristol questions, or no? Uh, no, that's uh, that's all. that's my notes for the week. That was excellent, by the way. That Frank Ingram, Randy Sweet, Michigan. That that's a fantastic note, Kevin. What do you think? You know, as we look back now, Bristol's happened twice. What will be? You know, though there will likely be something next year. It will never have the same reverberation that year one did. What is the? What will be the lasting legacy of? 2021 Bristol dirt races. What, what will we be talking about it? You know, 15, 20 years from now. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost because it, it, it's a different story this year, I think because of that cup race, I think that made it more of like, it wasn't just for the dirt people uh, with, uh, with the regular dirt divisions. And I think everyone will remember, well, that was the year they actually, the dirt late models ran the same track that the, NASCAR cup cars ran the same surface, you know, I think it makes it a little, it throws a little bit different angle to it than it was about 20 years ago when it was just their late models and sprint cars were running on it. So I, I think we'll always think back there. And I, I hope it, I, 
I think I mentioned this in our in our uh, um, fast talk today uh, yesterday that it was a little bit of Bristol fatigue. It was a little bit too much race, yeah. too much with that with the race in, in March, and then coming here. And there's still two more to go. There's there's sprint cars and big blocks in a couple of weeks there. So uh, I, I last time it was just wow, this it was more special, I guess, because it was. There was only two little chances, and now there's more this time. So last next year, I kind of hoped that they would – I'd like to see a little different thing to make it bigger for that one real big thing where maybe everybody would want to go to it for fan-wise, not just participant-wise. Yeah, I kind of think so too. I think you, you could tell the fatigue was there, and as Kay Dillard pointed out to Derek Suave, like when you wreck, you, you total a car. So you're kind of yeah. you're on Occam's razor, like the razor's edge the entire time, right? Um, and I just yeah, there's no doubt about that. What, what, you know, I asked last thing I'll ask Kevin. You know, was there a little bit of how much uh, Bristol's just too much discussion? Was there or was there still? DJ said there was a pretty good vibe there this past weekend. Is it somewhere in between Bristol's too much, um, as evidenced by there's only 29 cars there, and man, there's still a lot of hype for it. What, where where would that land this past weekend? Uh, I think there was, I felt the vibe there. I felt the, you know, a little bit of an atmosphere and excitement. I think it would have been bigger if there was more people there. I mean, it was still, uh, it's hard to tell the crowd because everybody's so spread out in this giant grandstand, but I, obviously it wasn't what it was 20 years ago for that when the Havid Tampa was there. And, uh, uh, cause I could see pictures of that and it was definitely more people then, yeah, yeah. but it just would have been cool to, to, uh, I mean, there was still a cool vibe. Everybody just was like, wow, we're here. I mean, there's only a few, some, only a few racetracks you go to that you're like wow this is yeah this is pretty cool to be here and i and i think that that was really one of them and uh you know and every we always all us dirt people we're always like man well, this place this place isn't good we, why don't they have a great racetrack and well you know we went to a place that was the best facility you could imagine right there and, and, and it was neat to be part of it um as a us, us dirt people and even and uh, you know we even had a press room in the infield and they had a freezer filled with ice cream you know what can you do I, I didn't even know it until the last day and i realized that the media room has a freezer full of ice cream bars and how Where else by, can you get that by the way i know that the chick-fil-a came into the press box describe the look on Derek kessinger's <laughs> face when the chick-fil-a arrived Kovac, and put Derek on camera right now get, get him on camera dmac i want i want <laughs> get describe the look on suave's face when the chick-fil-a got there Oh my God! It was just utter and utter happiness. I oh mean, my the, the smile—it just broke out. Well, I'm the, like the story. The, first off, Kovac Friday night they have like this like sweet. So I grab a sweet and a cookie and turn around and Kovac's just shaking his head. <laughs> so the rest of the weekend, my point was just like over exaggerate everything that was in the press box. I would like grab a piece of cake, like Kovac, look and just like look at him. He'd be like, "Oh, there he is." So when the Chick Fil A came. It was like fifty percent fake happiness, but the other fifty, I well, was like, I'm typically, pumped up. Typically, you guys tell me there was a lot of natural there. I mean, he was definitely excited. It's good I food. Think he was the first one to get the get the box. No, was I was four. I was four. I let Georgia go first. Oh. Ladies first. So other than you know, obviously, Dirt Vision's oh. broadcasting it. Typically, at events like this, we're the only media there. Was there any other media there or no? On Friday, I was there the only was one that asked a question. At the press, yeah, there was a few. There was uh, well, actually there was a younger right reporter. The first time I met him, he's he just he's from New Jersey and writing for Ari Otter. Okay. I used to write for, and it was uh, the first time I'd met him. I'd seen him there, and uh, you know his name in the paper lately, and uh, so I talked to him a little bit. And there was a that, other than that, there was you know the PR reps for everybody, and I, I didn't really see any local newspaper reporters or any, anything of that nature. And uh, so it, it, it still was it still was a, wasn't a huge crowd of uh, of uh, actually writers and reporters and stuff there. All right. a newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper. You've, have you ever held the newspaper, uh, Derek? What is that, Kovac? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I used to get the sports section every day when I was going to school, right? Go outside and grab it and read it before, read the box scores before going to school. Man, I feel old now, huh? All right, Kevin. We love you. Thank you. Well, uh, enjoy enjoy Flow Racing Night in America this week, buddy, okay? I know you'll be reporting uh, feverishly. So. Yeah, get ready to go. Finally, hopefully no rain. All right. right. So. Thanks, buddy. All right. See ya. Bye. Speaking of that, let's throw up the Tyler County graphic one more time. Oh, I like this angle, D-Mac. You know, yeah, look at it. I love it. I love this. There we go. There it is. Pointed out. Tyler <laughs> County starting Thursday night, April 15th. Our series, Castrol Flow Racing Night in America, begins 10,000 to win Thursday night. Give me the full schedule, too, D-Mac, just so I can take a look. Tyler County, Atomic, Brownstown, Marshalltown, Tri-City, and Florence, the spring 
slash summer. All spring, I guess. Summer's not till June 21st. So uh, we kick it off uh, Thursday night. Derek, you ready to go for the studio show Thursday night? Yeah, I'm very excited. The last, like I said earlier when we previewed like one of the first ones or the week before, way back in March, I would say it was probably one of the funnest things we did all year was that first one at Tri-County. It was very special, yeah. something I'll never forget. And, of course, they get to see our beautiful faces, Michael. Isn't that awesome for the fans? It is my beautiful face, yes. We'll delight them, no doubt. We'll be right back in these seats Thursday night, the first ever Castro Flow Racing Night in America. Until then, for Derek Kessinger, Dustin McCarty, and everybody at Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing, see you Thursday.